Hi everyone, I'm your host Dina, and welcome to another episode of Slavsvite, a podcast about Slavic languages. If you follow me on social media channels, which I highly recommend you do, you know a little bit about reflexive possessive pronoun svoji. But no worries, even if you skip that one, I'm going to bring you up to speed. But before that, let me remind you that Slavsvite is a self-funded project that has been going on for more than two years now. And if you enjoy what I do, please consider supporting me on www.buymeacoffee.com slash You can also find the first two issues of Slavsvite magazine there. Just go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash slash extras. All of the links are going to be listed in the show notes. So take a look and I would appreciate any kind of support. Thank you in advance. Now, jumping back to our reflexive possessive pronoun. What exactly is a reflexive possessive pronoun and when is it used? So Slavic languages have a lot of lexical items which lead back to the stem svoj. Take Russian, for example. There is a relative by marriage which is called svojstveni or in Serbian, Bosnian, Serbian, Croatian, to acquire or adopt something you can say usvojiti. Svoj leads back to the Proto-Indo-European root sve, which also has a reflexive role and its cognates are seen in ancient Greek or in Latin, for example, in Latin solus, which means alone, sold, and even in English solitary is eventually related to the Proto-Slavic svoj. So the general rule of usage of the reflexive possessive pronoun in Slavic languages is that it is optional for first and second person, but meaning differentiating when used in third person. Let me give you an example. Side note, the examples that are following are in Serbian. Ja sam videla moju sestru or ja sam videla svoju sestru both mean I saw my sister. Ti si videla tvoju sestru or ti si videla svoju sestru both mean you saw your sister. However, there is a slight semantical difference between using moj tvoj or svoj. There is a study suggesting that moj tvoj possessive pronouns suggest emotional involvement, whereas Svoj is used when referring to the relationship to objects. I am not 100% sure I would agree with this theory, but I do see the point. An example has been given by Honsilar. Quote, Personal involvement may also manifest itself in personally experienced emotions. Side note, the following example is in Russian. После моей трагедии меня оставила моя жена. After my tragedy, my wife left me. The word tragedy indicates that the personal emotion is a negative one. In many cases, the natural relationship between things and human beings is not such that any personal involvement or characterization is to be expected. Therefore, svoj is used with the noun referring, for example, to a place where you're supposed to occupy, or the airplane ticket you just bought, the bag you have in your hand, the shirt you're wearing, end quote. Let me give you an example. In Serbian, 
You can say, zauzmite svoja mesta. Take your seats. Or, uzela sam svoju kartu. I took my ticket. Now, let's go back to the fact that I said that the usage of svoj is obligatory in third person because it is meaning differentiating. For example, ona je videla njenu sestru. The usage of possessive pronoun njen, her, in this case, means that she saw someone else's sister. Ona je videla svoju sestru. The usage of svoj here indicates that she saw her own sister. So, see where it gets tricky? Now, of course, there is a lot more to this reflexive possessive pronoun, depending on the Slavic language we are talking about. Anna Nedolushko did a comparative study between Czech and Russian, and I'm not going to go into any details. The link to this paper will be in the show notes, so if you're interested, you can always read it. But she draws attention to the usage of svoj when the subject of the sentence is expressed in a case other than nominative. So, the subject is expressed in indirect case. Russian, for example, tolerates this kind of svoj's, but Czech doesn't, at least not in singular. Let's take a look at the example that Nedolushko provides. So, in Russian, it is okay to say jemu tošno at svojej bezpomočnosti. Literally, he feels sick because of his own helplessness. But in Czech, you cannot say the same thing. You cannot say jemu špatne za sve bezmoci. He is here being expressed in dative, so the subject is said in an indirect case. And with that being said, Czech refuses the usage of reflexive possessive pronoun. Instead, one would say, jemu špatne z vlastni bezmoci. Now, every time I come across a phenomenon in any language, especially a Slavic one, I always run it through my mother tongue, Serbian. You know, just in case. And I realized that Serbian might be more intolerant to svoj than I thought. So, let's take a look at the sentence we discussed before in Russian and Czech in Serbian. Njemu je bilo loše zbog svojih neuspeha. Sounds weird. At least to me, it sounds weird. But if I were to say njemu je bilo loše zbog vlastitih neuspeha, that would be good. That that would be something that my native speaker God tells me it's okay. So, jumping back to what you need to be careful of. Svoj cannot be used inside of the subject. It it needs to have someone or something it refers to. So, you cannot say, for example, in Slovene, Svoj otroci su bili nacisti. Self's children were on the street. But that sounds very ungrammatical, even in English, because you don't have a person to refer to. Whose kids were on the street, it's unclear for, from this sentence. But if you take a look at the Russian, for example, it's not always the case that these kind of expressions are considered ungrammatical. For example, Svaya kvartira luče čem sjomnaya. Self's place is better than a rented one. 
So your own place is better than the one that you rent. And this kind of sentence sounds pretty grammatical and pretty normal in Russian, but it would not work in either Czech or Serbian. Of course, this reflexive possessive pronoun has a lot of different nuances and it can be very confusing and I certainly cannot explain it to you in one podcast episode. But the important thing to remember is that Slavic languages possess this amazing ability to express the possessiveness through this reflexive possessive pronoun. I want to thank you for following Slavsvite. I want to thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode.